0: Put some respect on my name, first and foremost. My numbers are better than 15, 16 or so guys that are currently in the hall. First they off to Taylor looking
1: on and back. He finds the room, look at Fred go. He's across the 30, look at him run. Fred's going, he's at the 50, the 40. Y'all, 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 at y'all 30. finish, or y'all done? 20, 10, 5,
2: touchdown, 80 yards.
3: Fred Taylor, I'm talking modern day guys
0: at my position. When my name
4: come up, respect. It. I plan with my name. Don't I ain't gonna go say right it. On and he's headed off incredible kick the cup, and he's got room on the little ten. Back to there. He's at the 20. Fred on the run to the 25 and the 30. He's going 40. Fred 50. Fred 40. Fred 30.
2: Fred 25. Y'all 20. 20.
0: saying my name put some respect on You look at the guys that are in the Hall of Fame from a defensive standpoint. Ray Lewis, Derrick Brooks. Look at all these other guys they're trying to put in the Hall of Fame. Gerrard on the get. Here's Taylor. Put some respect.
2: Busting through man. Fred
4: Taylor making
5: a cut. Taylor has gone. Touchdown, Jacksonville!
6: These the same dudes that I murk every Sunday. When
4: my name, coming up,
6: respect I plan with my name. It ain't on right But he knows he doesn't
7: have a big play team, and Jacksonville does. Draw play. Painter skips two tackles.
3: Right and here
6: we go! Bye-bye-bye!
3: bye Brock bye, bye. bye bye. Marion
6: chasing! Brock Marion still chasing! Gets help from
5: Smith! Touchdown, no flags! 90
6: yard run. Y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done?
5: Ten Ten XL ninety two point five FM presents Jaguars Today with your hosts Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, and Oh My Pocket
7: Dylan Denmark. Good morning, everybody. It's Irreverent Friday with Tom McManus here. It's Jaguars Today. Good morning. Uh, welcome in. The weekend is almost upon us. Yeah. The Jaguars marching through the first few days of the franchise tag window. No sense as to whether or not they're closing any ground with Josh Allen's camp or not, but yep. we'll find out, I guess, by the end of the uh, the franchise tag window. Uh, good morning, Tommy. Mac. Good morning. How great are you? Great to be here, fellas. How's, great. how's the podcast?
6: It was great. I had to do an earlier one today because yeah. uh, Grammage has to go somewhere uh, to film something. Graham. So. I was like, yeah, I can come in. I dropped the girls off at school. It was great today. I got to choose the music on the way into high school ah. drop-off. Queen started off with Queen. They okay. were totally into it, all three of them. Mm-hmm. And then we finished with uh, Alice Allison Chains, which <laughs> my daughter loves. I don't know if her two friends were mm. very much appreciative
7: of we, uh Every year on Sirius XM we host a big fantasy league at yeah. their house. Uh, oh, really? The, the, the drafts that the, I guess uh, – one of the guys' houses in Alice and Chains, Alice and Chains,
2: uh,
6: Alice yeah. and oh cool. Yeah. All
7: right, it's not Alice. It's the other one, the Chains. It's Chains. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well,
6: one of them is gone, right? He passed. Uh, which one was it? Jerry Cantrell, that passed? Or is no, he I don't. Still I don't.
7: I think Jerry Cantrell's still it's around. Still yeah, okay. I think it's his house it that they do it at.
6: Staley was. Okay. Uh,
7: I don't know the. guy. Yeah. It's not like I know him personally or anything. No, like I don't that, either. You know, but it, it, music, it, it's a big deal because they have a lot of guys in the industry that do it, and it's. Well, Meatloaf, kind of a cool then, weren't there other, like, thought, yeah, crossovers Meatloaf, like Meatloaf that? is uh who's passed away, was yep. the father-in-law of Scott Ian from Anthrax, okay? Really? And all these guys know each other. Yeah, they all I, play. They all jam together. Yeah, they all do cool. all these things. And Scott Ian's really into fantasy football. Yeah. And Meatloaf was said to be a stone-cold killer. I mean, like wow. – he wouldn't mess around. Like I yeah. know I'm not giving you a little throwing on a trade. Like Meatloaf wanted to cut your throat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let you bleed out in the street. I, love it. I loved it. Yeah, I never like, got the yeah. chance to play in a league with Meatloaf. I really okay. wanted to. But uh Yeah. You know.
6: Did you see Eddie Vedder and Post Malone got together and did a little acoustic? I did not. No. Yeah. Look, it's I only listened to I know Pro Jam's got a new album coming. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do, man. What Absolutely. about the dad bods? Uh tomorrow night. Thanks for asking. Uh Iggy's out of Fruit Cove. And uh yeah, seven o'clock, man. We'll be rocking. We, uh last time so it's kinda of funny, we we talked about um playing Man in the Box by Allison Chains. Mm-hmm. I like we like we play a few of their tunes. So, you know, I, I practice it maybe a few times. We didn't practice it as a band. In the last show, coming in, you know, second set, they don't even tell me. They're like, Hey, let's just do Man in the Box. It's like, All right, let you know, that's my <laughs> mantra. Like if we kinda of make you know, it's Let's just do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. You only live once. So it sounded pretty good uh, to be, you know, for our first time trying it. I was at Culhane's, but, uh, yeah, it's fun, man. It's fun. I love good. I love doing all that stuff. You only live once, right?
7: Glad it's going you know? well, Tom.
6: Yeah, man. man. We started in a, uh, in a room, you know, just two guys, three guys. And now we're playing gigs, so it'll be fun.
7: That's how it works, man. Yeah, man. You know, they say. the music Ball, sing
6: some music. I mean, 20 years from now, I like Tom's touring the
7: world. Remember, he used to have an NFL career back in the day. Remember mm-hmm. that? Really? Did he play football, yeah, too? Yeah, long, a long time long ago. long time ago, yeah. I did. Absolutely. I was yeah, a real man. estate guy for a while, too. That's right. Uh, Tom, on your pod, I know you are talking about O-line versus uh, wide receiver. Tony, good morning to you, of Thank course. Thank good uh, good It's tough to sit here and go, what's the better Fit for the Jags in the draft. I mean, there's so much that's going to happen. We got yep. over two months to go yep. before we get there, you know. And, and free agency—that's what I'm saying, right? Active. The free free agency and cap casualties. Yep. You know, creating yep. openings and uh, re-signing some of your own guys and going outside the roster right now and, and looking at guys. So it's tough to sit there. You were asking today, what would you if they were graded the same? Would you rather have an old lineman or a wide or receiver? Wide receiver. At seventeen, at seventeen, to me, if they're graded the same, and it's a guard yeah. and a wide receiver, All and right. I, I'd take the wide receiver. Right. So I think guard is a position that you can replace more yeah. easily. Yeah.
6: Well, I think look, and you got to factor in free agency, so we don't know, you know, what maybe they right. do add, and then hey, maybe is Ridley you can. Back? Yeah, I think Ridley. That was part of the question was like. How do you feel, to, or maybe the question is, how do you feel at number 17 taking a receiver with Ridley, without Ridley? Because, yeah. look, what if you do fill needs in free agency? You know, what if you find that, that tough, badass center or guard that fits what you're looking for, and you get the most out of him? You know what, we're still drafting an offensive lineman, but maybe we're not pressured to take him in the, in the first round. We can, we can wait and try to find a guy, you know what I mean, and then give Trevor another weapon. And even with Ridley, they could use another weapon, right? Yeah. Little, even a red zone weapon.
1: Well, it's the Jags are in an interesting position before even free agency hits, right? Like there are options for what they want to do. There are plenty of options. Yeah. Right? Like there are a lot of interior offensive linemen yep. that are going to be free agents. Yep. There this is a great draft for that to yep. be one of your big needs, is yep. we got to address the interior offensive line. You got options you know, first through sixth round, right? That are really, really good uh, for your football team and your roster. Well, the other position that a lot of people put at the top is corner. Corner. Right? And that's a position that in the draft, there's going to be all kinds of guys that can come in and be walk in as a starter for you, right? Like, and there's going to be a ton of options in free agency with that too. It's that those are two of the positions that everyone's looking at saying they have to address those. Well, those aren't the worst ones to have to address. No, right. Because there's gonna be all kinds of options. Now, interior defensive line, not so much. Yeah. Right? Like there just aren't often, there's not a bunch of those guys that are gonna be available in free agency. The draft isn't packed with those. There are some yep, guys. Some. But it's not packed with those kind of guys. So yep. it's it's trying to weigh all those things because I do think. Offensive line, corner, you got options to fill those in free agency however you want to. Yeah, I agree. And then yeah. whatever you don't fill in free agency, you're going to have all kinds of options at one or the other in yeah. the draft to do that. It's, those aren't the only two positions. No, no. And because no, no, right. who knows what happens with Ridley? Because right. if he's not here, then yeah, wide receiver goes towards go, the go. top of that list as no well, doubt. right? Yeah. And 17 seems like a prime spot. You may get the best interior offensive lineman in the draft.
6: Possibly. You
1: may have the opportunity to draft the best interior defensive lineman in the draft Mm -hmm. in this year's draft, just given the weakness of the class on the interior of the defensive line. You're going to have a shot at the corner of your choice, maybe, right? Like, there's the possibility of all these things with where they're at in the draft. It's so much of the puzzle has to be filled in by what they do in free agency. Uh, There's a mock today at NFL.com by a guy I've
7: never heard of, honestly, but regardless, it's just, you know, as an example of what could be available to the Jags, he had him taking Brian Thomas, okay, the wide receiver out of LSU, says <laughs> if Ridley leaves in free agency, okay. Jags need to replenish Lawrence's weaponry. How about a tall touchdown maker who led the nation with 17 TD grabs, blah, blah,
1: blah. Okay, so you're there. That was Shipley's didn't want him guy, right? Yes. Yeah.
7: Yes. Um, but I think part of that is his expectation yeah. that Ridley will be back.
1: Yeah, it was. Okay, For sure. Okay. All
7: right, so the next guy is Leatu Latu. If I'm saying his name right. The guy yep. from UCLA, the edge rusher. Okay, yep. So, let's say we don't yep. need it or not looking at an edge rusher. All right, the next four or five picks. Cooper DeGene, the Iowa corner. Yep. yep. Kool-Aid McKinstry, the Alabama corner. Mm-hmm. Jackson Powers Johnson, who's seen Turner. as the best center prospect and, and has positional versatility to play multiple spots on the offensive line. Yep. Marius Mims out of Georgia. Shipley was, yep. right, you know, yep. docking him up. Uh, how he sees, uh, like, a guy who could maybe play guard for you for a year yeah. with a long-term yeah. look at one Pro of the tackle bowler, spots. Said, yeah. Byron Murphy goes 23rd, okay, the Texas defensive tackle. Yeah, All these guys, if any one of them yeah. is the Jags pick. Now, here's the thing. We don't know what their board is. You know, like, we're going to look at coming up here, Matt Miller at ESPN put out his ranking of okay. guys he has first-round grades on. How many do you think he has, first-round grades?
6: Well, I'm going to cheat because I thought I saw some online,
7: but it was ESPN, Yeah, 16. 16. Yeah, okay. 16 guys. We're picking at 17. There's going to be a decent chance. Right, but there's still going to be a decent chance that one or two players, even if you were following his list, somebody's going to jump in there and grab one or two players that are not on that list and push a first-round grade. How many of them are quarterbacks? Uh, We'll go through it. I can't remember if it was three or four. Yeah. Um but remember. yeah like right, it right another couple of quarterbacks could certainly go and you're yeah, seeing right. now projections with crazy amounts of quarterbacks going in the, in the first round but that's the thing if the the jags you know we could sit there and go we well, can get the top rated interior offensive lineman but what if you have that guy rated as the 30th best player in the draft right you know what i mean yeah. and and a trade doesn't well trade back trade back Okay, what so if a trade doesn't present right. itself, right? right? And nobody wants to move, and everybody's for the same reason—they've got needs, and they've got multiple guys, and somebody's okay. good going to fall to them. So it's going to be interesting to see. You know, we're not going to know exactly, but that's the fascinating thing. Every team has a different grading system and and yep. a different amount of guys. Like some teams, if I can't, if I'm in the first round and I've got twenty one. First round grades. If I can't get one of them, as soon as the twenty first guy goes, they're trading out of yeah, the round. Trying to trade out. They're trying right? and and yeah. like Seattle's been a team that's done that over the years yeah. a lot.
6: Well, look, Belke traded quite a bit last year, right? Yeah, no, but you never know how that works out year to year. How would you? So we, the needs are look. It's it, it, with Ridley, take wide receiver out of it. You got corner. You got offensive line, defensive line, and, cor- and the offensive line is multiple spot. I mean, yeah. you can go
7: any number of ways. Is Cam here? That's a good question, right? right? You so got a factor So Cam's in, not here, maybe you're drafting a tackle. Yeah, no doubt. Right? No and doubt. and, and I, I wouldn't have an issue with that. No. You know, depending on how they feel about Walker a little for the long term. Guard, probably not the value in the middle of the first round, but it's yeah. a big need, right? Center, Yeah, they're very you know not going to be that that many that that you feel could come in and maybe compete right away for a starting job. Yeah, Yeah. depending on how you feel about that spot. Look, if I'm taking a guy, obviously at 17, he's a walk in starter at whatever position I'm drafting.
1: And even guards, kind of a weird position you know, at that point in the first round this year because there's so many guys that have so much versatility. That look like they can play both tackle and guard. Right, like, and, or guys that can play all five positions. You know, they're talking about on the offensive line. Like, there are guys in this draft that they're talked about that way. It's rare that many of the offensive line guys are being talked about, oh, he's a blank, right? Like, it's not one thing with very many of these guys. It's, well, he can play both tackles, both guards. What do you need him to do? You know, that kind of thing, which... That versatility is something the Jags may need to be looking at because yeah. even if Cam and Back and Walker Little is the left tackle, okay, you draft a guy in the first round and plays guard for you for a year, and then right, and then flips maybe he becomes a right
7: tackle and Anton becomes your right. left tackle. That, that plan's fine. Yeah, or Walker Little plays his ass off, and you resign him, and then you've got depth with a guy who's starting for you at sure. guard, who you think yeah. could play tackle if
6: needed to. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, look at the end of the day, they're going to have to fix a lot up front. You know, remember in the day they yeah, back in, it was like guards weren't taken in the first round. Like it was almost like you just unless they were special, like a they John were, Hannah yeah. type. You know, they go now later. It's a lot more prevalent.
7: It is. It's still not prevalent. Like not in top the top 10. ten. No, right. So right, seventeen is kind of kind of palatable, there. but yeah. I, like it's boy. Depends that, who else is there, and depends on what. Like, there are a lot of tackle. Like, if you're not, let's say, the Jags think they're going to go with whatever combination of tackles that are already on the roster right. right now, right? I mean, I still think those tackle picks are more premium players, and that should create a trade market for somebody wanting to they come up, come up. And like, and if grab you want to, yeah, like, that's the thing. I mean, they've got so many directions to go. Yep, it's tough to pigeonhole exactly what they're going to do because we don't know what. It's Going to change on this roster over the next between, couple of months, yeah, right? Then, so today much, of that. And then,
6: yep. all right. Uh,
7: today, our question of the day is this. Uh, we got it several from the week that we'll go back and look at with Tom, but uh, what's a roster need for the Jaguars that isn't getting enough attention right now? I mean, we do talk about some of the big highlights that we're talking about yep. here. You know, um, it could be edge rusher, could be something in the linebacking core, could be you know, whatever you feel it, it is, uh, for this football team. What is a roster need for this team that's not getting enough attention right now? And even if you think it's one of the ones that we talk about, maybe you think it should be uh, foremost among those that group mm-hmm. of uh, positions that we talk about for this football team. Uh, Pockets, good morning. How are you? Good. Got one wish for today. Oh, so What's that? No rain. Keep the rain oh, yeah. away. Oh, you got your meat today. Yeah, huh? no rain today. It's getting misty out there. Yeah, uh,
4: clouds rolling in.
7: Yeah, it's, today's supposed to be like the one iffy weather day. In the it's day. supposed yeah.
4: to stop at four, but I I, I want no rain. All right.
7: <laughs> well, we're hoping the best for you. Thank Pocket. you. So there you go for all those the the young sprinters under pockets tutelage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we want them to have sure footing Absolutely. out there today. If you want to be a part of the program today. 6411010 gets you in on the All Pro Roofing phone lines or on the text line designed by Light Enclosures or hit us up on social media at MD underscore 1010XL at 1010XL Fat Tony at Meadhead55 and at 1010XL Denmark. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. That's our guy. That's his new slogan right there. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. By the way, should I throw myself on the mercy of the court of public opinion for Gross stupidity! Oh, right. Well, I mean, I real. I mean, this. You can sure. is, I, I was thinking about this yesterday. I'm like, you are so stupid. It is it. It is beyond belief. Sometimes oh. how dumb you are. Okay, oh, yeah. we're talking about potential names for pockets podcast, right? Like okay. a podcast. Yeah, him and Graham, a, or a show, or a pocket. Okay. Yes, but just in general, something yeah, yeah. you know, Dylan Denmark related. And I said, what about Let's Go Dutch? Right? Because well. That would be Holland, mm-hmm. right? Not Denmark. Oh. Like, and, and, and I'm like, like, it makes no sense. Because I, I, I'm thinking to myself, oh, Denmark, yeah, the Dutch. What?
6: Right. right. And I'm just trying to
7: make a play on his name.
6: Norway, right? The Great
7: Dane, maybe. Is Denmark
6: and Norway?
2: No. Denmark is Denmark. Yeah.
7: <laughs> it's the United States and Mexico? Are, I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> is Canada in Brazil? What cities are in Denmark that huh? I would- Give me well, Copenhagen. Copenhagen. Oh, okay, okay. There you go. Yeah. See, I'm. Not, I didn't. I didn't. I don't know. I All right. That's good. Well, you yeah. didn't. You're not the one until now. <laughs> 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 something as dumb as me. I I went with the thinking the Dutch were from Denmark, and you no, just no, asked if no, Denmark no, I knew was the Dutch in Norway. Were from Denmark, right? I just didn't know. Oh, yo! Oh, you knew that. Okay. <laughs> but hey, who you doesn't didn't know me? that? <laughs> Well, okay. I mean, but yeah. that's fine. Me, apparently. Like, in, in the moment when yeah. I said it, I thought, oh, this is clever. Yeah. No, it's not. In fact, it's the opposite of clever. Yeah. But you just asked, is Denmark in Norway?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm
7: not,
1: I'm not exactly of, putting a whole I'm lot of separation Norway, between I'm us right Denmark. now. I don't know.
7: Oslo? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or other Norwegian cities? But not, some uh, some completely separate countries, not right. in Norway. No, okay, it isn't. All right. So thank we, you for the geographical <laughs> lesson. Hey, I'm not. I don't know if I retain it, but it was surely clearly. I'm not the, the guy belt. to come to on this. All right, as uh, proven yesterday. <laughs> yeah. But I guarantee there are a
1: few people out there thinking this guy's
7: just an idiot. Like, and nobody's going to call him on this. They'll call me about on me. these stupid <laughs> things. All right. The only
1: thing I know from Denmark is not that where Legos started. <sighs> are they? I think so. Oh man, I don't know.
7: I do, do they wear those those? Do they wear, like,
1: hard shoes to
7: Hugs. bed or something yeah. like that? See, I, I don't want even want to say, because I know the Dutch wear those, yeah. and I don't want to suggest that the Danes wear them, too, because mm-hmm. I really don't know what Isn't there they a do. a
6: famous car company out of Copenhagen?
7: Uh, there's of famous famous those- uh, smokeless tobacco out of there, I believe. Huh. It's called Skoll. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> if <you've>,
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know if
7: you've heard of it. All right, uh- Let's move well, no. along, and uh, we'll get it when we come back. Yeah. Matt Miller's got a list of 16 guys he has first-round okay. grades on, so cool. we'll see if they kind of line up with guys that that. How many of those are the ones that are talked about being available for the Jags when the 17th pick comes up on the yep. board, and what would make sense for them at that point in time? Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, Dylan Denmark. Forget everything you've heard in the last four minutes. Huh. All right, and then stay tuned to Jaguars today. You're on 1010XL and 92.5 FM.
5: Mac in the Middle, Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL.
7: All right, Jaguars today, a.k.a. fun with geography here (laughs) on uh, 1010XL, 92.5 FM. I honestly don't know what the show is going to be about. The first ten to fifteen minutes when Tom comes, now, in you on just Friday. never
6: know. You know I don't know. I, I don't, have no idea either. I'm just I'm just flying on in <laughs> stream of consciousness. <laughs>
7: just wherever your your mind takes. Whatever.
6: you. Whatever, gut too. You know, I listen to my gut. You know, and then it comes out of my mouth, and the next thing you know, we're off and running.
7: Yeah, there you Could go. Could be
6: anything. I'm, I'm very. And by happy way, with the way, for I did. I remember studying the you know the cities mm-hmm. and the countries and all that. I just you know. <laughs> I don't know.
7: (laughs) I remember studying it. I just don't remember. I remember they told
6: me the the right answers once upon a time. School and me weren't the best of friends. You know, I didn't, you know, yeah, we just weren't good together. Early on I was, but then I I got out of it. I don't know if it's true
7: anymore, but when I was growing up, they always said, oh, United States and kids in America are terrible at geography. I think that's probably accurate to some degree. Yeah. Right? We're so... US centric were the, the focal point of the world from our perspective and yeah. probably a lot of people's perspectives that yeah. I couldn't like draw I, you a very close world map.
1: Yeah, like a bunch of the European countries. I hear the name of the country and I'm like, oh, that's in general West Europe, that's in yeah. general East Europe, that's up there above, you know, like it's up there with Finland. Like I have right. those kind of ideas in my head of where these countries are, but yeah. you oh, know, I, I know, where,
7: I know where Ukraine is, risk. Yeah. It's a bit it blocks right, the whole right gateway to Asia, yeah, baby. Great, you own Ukraine. Great you gotta get Ukraine and whatever's right below it <laughs> that right there. was a great there. game. It is a great game. Yeah, I haven't played in forever. I, I got it at the house. Come on over. Nice. We'll have a game night. All right. <laughs> yeah. Throw absolutely. down some risk. What would people donate to the J Fund? To spend a night of drinking and playing board games with Tom McManus. Oh, that would be fun. I think it would be a blast, be year honestly, grade. right? Yeah, that would be
6: a lot of fun.
7: You know, we get like uh, a little venue and maybe get a bunch of different games and have you moving from table to table yeah. and doing some different things yeah. throughout the night. Bring the dad bots. Bring the dad bots it's to good. rock it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little at least for a little bit. J fun. I like the idea. Yeah. You going to the uh, Wine tasting you know Gala? It. You know it. No, <laughs> oh, that's right, you know man.
6: Now, my <laughs> wife and uh, youngest are going to Savannah for a dance competition with Nancy Dance Studios. So, I'm going to take bees. Me and my man Killer Bees
7: are going to go nice. and nice. Have, a, yeah. have a
6: night. See so there. I'm taking yeah. Heather. Yeah.
2: My be, wife. Yeah, I see so you there, there you every go. year.
6: That's nah, I know great. you do. Um, it's going a great venue. You, you know what I
7: did stadium? yesterday? I went through the, the closet, Yeah. all the sport coats. Got one that barely fits me. Oh, because of the weight loss. Most All right. of them are I'm like. Can you get them taken in fat or you got guy to just these trade them in? I don't know what I'm going to do with them, man. Yeah. Like some of them, like, you know, they would be almost like double breasted. St- I mean, I I remember times I could barely button some of them. And yeah. now, you know, I could pull it like 10 inches yeah. closed one over the, one what side of the other. was your heaviest weight? Three? What? Well, oh. Keep going. Oh, we'll, okay. we'll just call we'll just, okay. we put on it the set right? When
6: you're a big guy, it's not like you're a small No, guy, but, but a, a I was a yeah. sloppy
7: three bills plus. It's a, no that's t- a lot of weight for anybody. It's just a lot of weight. It's a lot of it's yeah. a lot on you. Unless your you're joints. playing ball,
6: you don't need all that weight.
7: And you see how many of those linemen that get out of the league and they go right to dropping it. Yeah. You know? Make sure. All, all those better. three guys three ten all end up two forty walking around tone. Oh yeah. You know? all right, let's get into this Matt Miller. Has, uh, okay. you know, over with the ESPN, he's yeah. been with the Athletic. He's been in the draft game for a while. Uh, and he has, on his personal big board, he has 16 first-round graded players. Okay. Okay, that means, generally to me, that means in most years, this guy would have a first-round grade. Right? Now, it can't all yeah. be that because – You know, if you had 16 guys last year, 16 guys this year, 16 guys next year, well, 16 of those are not going to make it into a first round. But that's, I think, generally the thought that these guys are – it's not just because of the weakness of the class. These guys have grades that that put them on a certain level. So he's only got three quarterbacks with first-round grades. Now, that doesn't mean that you won't have more than that going before the Jags pick because J.J. McCarthy, I think it would be stunning at this point if he doesn't go in the top
1: 15, 16 picks. Right, I mean, yeah. I think he's pretty definitely going to go in the first round. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think, he's and, a and I wouldn't for be surprised. Like, like that top half of the first round. Yeah, I think that's open. You're hearing yeah. a lot of projections of
7: teams trading into the top ten to try and get him. Yeah, that if you can't get it's, one of the the three, that's the right. guy. He's the next one. Yeah, is
6: he thrown at the combine? Do I we believe know? he is. I would.
7: He needs to. No doubt. I think he a lot
6: of them need to.
7: Right, but him in particular, them, but... you could find his traits on film, but yeah. you know the body of work in, in, right. because the way they ran it and right. played defense, right. you know. Yeah. No know more about Blake Corum probably, yeah, um, right. the running back. Good all call. right, so you got the, the top three guys, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake May. By Kay. the way, he ranks them. Caleb is prospect number one. Daniels is number five. May is number six Okay, for him in just mm-hmm. terms of. Uh, regardless of position. Uh, Running back, nobody. And you're not going to see probably any first-round running back. I did see Trey Benson off the board at like 40 to Washington. Tony and I were looking at a mock yesterday. Yeah. Seems a little rich to me. They got Brian uh, Brian Robinson. Right. And they drafted uh, Chris Rodriguez out of Kentucky last year, and he had a pretty decent rookie campaign. That seems like Mm. a – they do, I think, have a lot of picks, though. Um, Yeah. Anyway, um, wide receiver, Marvin Harrison, Jr., He's yep. the number two prospect for him. Okay. Malik Neighbors is the number three prospect for him, mm. the LSU wide receiver. You see him mock yeah. right now at, mm. like, six yeah. quite a bit to the Giants. Yeah.
1: Like, I saw, and he's got Roman Dunze there at number four yes. as well, right? So, two, three, four with those three guys yeah. at wide receiver. And I saw Daniel Jeremiah yesterday tweeting out something along the lines of, there is a legit – Compelling argument to be made that the top three prospects in this draft are wide receivers. Right. Like, and that's, you know, yesterday when we had the brief conversation about Caleb and is he the one? Like, mm-hmm. those are the kind of spaces that I'm seeing it where it's, I think he's going to go number one. Yeah. You know, like he's the quarterback that's the top of the class has been talked about the way he's been talked about for the last couple of years. But I do see in places where these wide receivers, especially Marvin Harrison, uh, being put at number one on these lists, that's not uncommon in terms of to see pure it. talent, yeah. right? Yeah. I
7: saw a mock that had uh, New England going with Marvin Harrison Jr. and then trading back up into the late first to get Bo Nicks, Ooh. you know, and going that route. Wow. I don't know. Um, <sighs> I Nicks. think it's going QB, QB, QB yeah. when it's all said and done. I'm I not do sure it'll be those three teams making the picks 100% because yeah. there's a lot of talk. Like Steve Weish on NFL Network, who's been pretty plugged in with the Falcons, says, Yeah. No way they're trading for Justin Fields. No. That, that they're actually going to try to be aggressive and move up for okay. a quarterback of their choice and not have to settle. Well, you know, you might have yeah. to even – if you're Atlanta and you're sitting at eight and those quarterbacks go one, two, three and you want McCarthy, you might have right. to move up for him because, yeah. I mean, that's just the way it's going to be. Somebody yeah. might jump you, right. you know? Well,
6: look, I, I haven't watched – I'm not a college football expert. I think well, it's like image. 80 years old. Uh, and I just can't get – I remember watching him when he was at Auburn, mm-hmm. and I wasn't impressed <clears throat> by him. You know, he's a tough kid, but, I, you know, he goes out to, what, he ended up Oregon. He, you know, obviously lit it up. I, I don't know. You know, the, the scouts are no better than me, but I, I just remember watching him at, at Auburn. My nephew was swimming there, so I'd watch Auburn when they
7: get on TV, and I was like eh. – I heard Denny Thompson with the drill this morning so, talking about, like, he's <clears> a guy I would want to show up and and – not hide anything, like right. you know, you're not. You got a lot to you prove. Know, the top three guys, I don't know what I would do. Like if I'm Caleb Williams, I'd be like, go watch a film. Right. I mean, what where's?
6: But if I'm the other two, if he doesn't, I'm I'm throwing. Uh, uh Jake
7: Daniels, I think has already said he's not. Really? Yeah. Mm. Like if you're yeah. considered a top three pick, yeah. You know, why uh, risk it? Is why, that what you're saying? I, I don't know. Like your job is to get drafted as high as possible, no, right? I know. And, and I go know. to a good situation. And yeah. so I think for some guys you know, going and showing out helps them. I think from some guys it does. Yeah. We've yeah. seen guys fall with bad performances, you know, right. at, yeah. whether at a combine or a pro well, day. And are you worried that if you do it twice, one
6: of them's not going to be good. Yeah. So do the one you can control. Because pro Maybe. days controlled. Right. Now, sure. More so. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And looking at Bo Nix, you go back and look at his numbers when he was at Auburn, then he went to Oregon. I mean, his numbers, the moment he stepped into that offense in Oregon went Boom. Yeah. Like they just exploded. You look at his three years at Auburn, touchdown interception, 16 6, 12 7, 11 3. Right? In three years, it's like, oh, ah, yeah. this guy didn't quite meet the expectations when he got, you know, recruited to Auburn. Yeah. Like he was expected to be one of the next ones. Okay. He gets to Oregon, 29 7. <laughs> Forty-five, three. Ooh, wow! nice. Right, like his numbers wow. went crazy. And he is. He's in his yeah. mid-twenties too. Yeah, like right.
7: I, yeah, yeah. You know. I don't know. I don't. I don't either. Uh, so anyway, on, but- uh, we won't we won't go through all sixteen of these because we got to take a break. But there's one. He does have Brian Thomas, the LSU receiver, Jacks. at sixteen. So he's the last guy that he has a first-round grade on, and that is a yeah. guy who is frequently mocked to the Jags. And we yeah. can sit here and go, hey, you know. uh, if we resign Ridley, it's certainly not as big a need. And if you're sitting there and you're stuck at 16 and you've got <clears throat> one guy left with a first-round grade, I think most That's... GMs go with the guy they have the higher grade on, at least in the first round, as opposed to just strictly trying to fill I a need. in that
6: scenario, you don't chase the need. You know what I mean? You take with the highest-rated, just talent. take the top talent – you got plenty of needs. So the the reality is you out of the four
7: or five needs you need somebody well it would be seem there, like but, but if you do have not. like if you have if you feel much better about your wide receiver core between now let's let's just hypothetic okay that the, the Jags uh let Zay Jones go, right? They re-sign Ridley and then maybe they sign a guy like Gabe Davis or or whomever okay. it is, right? Fair. And and now you feel like your Gabe wide receiver Davis. core oh. is set. Yeah. Okay. But Brian Thomas is the highest graded guy on your board, and you can't trade out. What do you do? It's tough. Well, it can be tough.
6: The teams that stay true to that value, they take the kid. They do a lot of times they do, but yeah. you know it is tough though, especially when you you've got needs. Mm-hmm. You know, you got more. Right, than- you're
7: sitting there going, well, "How are we going to get this guy on the field?" You, and and yeah. We're just allocating well, how much you money Gabe to this guy. If you bring a guy like Gabe in, well, I'm just a hypothetical. No, I'm not saying they're targeting Gabe right. Davis, but if he's
6: not, like let's just say it's just it's Ridley, Ridley, and no Gabe. You know, um, I, you could justify giving Trevor another weapon. I mean, in this market, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, hey, no doubt. We want to give him give give more throws. More All right, targets. so we
7: got we got three quarterbacks and four receivers in Matt Miller's top 16. No running backs. We'll pick up. You can okay. imagine there's going to at least be one tight end in that group. Uh, coming up next. So we'll take a look at the the continuation of the guys that he has graded as true first-round prospects. I think Brian Thomas has a good chance to be available for the Jags. Out of this group, he's the only one that has a realistic chance. I don't see Roma Dunze getting out of the top 10, never mind falling to 17. That's Um, Washington kid, right? Yeah, Yeah,
6: he's phenomenal. He is built like something else too, man.
7: All right, so uh, we'll continue that discussion when we come back. Tom McManus is here. With us on a Friday, it's Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM.
5: Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A
7: better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, uh, on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, why is Tom McManus and others holding Bo Nick's freshman year at Auburn against him, especially considering that hasn't been a good situation for anybody over the years? Gave you Bo Nix's numbers for three, three seasons yeah, at Auburn. About, yeah, like three, what, yeah, I don't even
6: remember what year I was. A couple of years I was watching him. Nobody, if
7: his freshman year were just yeah. the numbers and the trajectory yeah. was like the big arrow, would yeah. everybody be like, "Oh, look how he!" But it was yeah. like kind of a flat line for three years, and then right. he got, went to Oregon, and the numbers yeah. took off in yeah. against. Different competition and
1: then a system that's produced ridiculous yeah. numbers. Yeah, I think the Oregon system is the interesting part of this for him, right? Yeah, like, because sure. it obviously unlocks something for Bo Nix that Auburn wasn't able to unlock. Yeah. I combine that with I saw Kurt Warner this morning on Twitter that was saying, you know, he's going into the tape on all these quarterbacks as he's going up to the yeah. you know the combine uh, next week, and he'll be the guy on NFL Network talking quarterbacks with them as they go through it. And he's like, I'm watching these guys on tape, and I'm watching these offenses going what can you learn about their NFL prospects even? Right. Like watching them run these college offenses. They're running the same bubble screen right. 500 times. Right. What am I learning right. about what this guy's going to be in the league? He's like Ohio State with Stroud. He, he talked about at least there was a little bit of a pro style to mm-hmm. what they were doing right. at Ohio State so yeah, you could learn totally. something. But even watching him transitioning to the NFL, it's such a different world for all these guys. It's, yeah. The position is already hard enough to figure out what you're going to be getting out of these different players as prospects. I think the Bo Nix being not productive at Auburn says what you need to know about Auburn. Bo Nix being ultra productive at Oregon tells you a lot about Oregon and the system they have. I don't know how much in reality it tells you about Bo Nix as an NFL quarterback. Maybe somewhere in the middle. Right. (laughs) That he can put up those kind of numbers. And and I'm glad I'm not a team Right. that is picking 17 that is trying to address quarterback, mm. right? In this yeah. year's draft going, well, Bo Nix might be the best available to it. I yeah. don't want to be in that position.
6: And for the right, he was tough, and he did make plays with his feet. He just wasn't that impressive at throwing the ball, at least when he was at Auburn from what I watched. That's all. He did go to Oregon and, and light it up. Now, you could fat obviously the system for sure, but look, you know, in all reality, the SEC defenses are way harder than Pac-12, aren't yes. they? I mean, every I don't stay up for the Pac-12 games, but every time I wake up in the morning, it's like 63 to 61. You know what I mean? It's like 48 to 45 or something sure. like that. So that's. Your, but back to your point, it's hard to evaluate that. Like, now put that, <clears throat> take that, what you see out of Auburn, what you see when he was at Oregon, and try to figure out where that fits in the National Football League. That's a tough one. Yeah. By the
7: way, uh, Bo Nix will turn 24 in two days. Okay. Um, Jim Daniels is 23. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not a young spring chicken.
6: And now he jumps off the screen. He does. <clears throat> so you know, you know what I'm saying. Like you look at Bo Nix, you look at Jaden Daniels. Like, well, Daniels, man, he pops off the screen. Right.
7: The minute you start watching LSU, you see what kind of talent he's got. Penix is 23. The, the only That's reason you Penix. bring it up, you know, you you get a little bit like Penix will be 24 in May yeah. before this. You know, t- 24 years old. He's got a little work to do. Like.
6: <laughs> but yeah like when is he gonna hit it 27 right you know what I mean like right. he's gonna be ready at age right 27? or I mean yeah. a guy, if
7: I'm drafting a quarterback that. is 24 yeah. I, I'm hoping he's ready. walking in I mean Trevor's 24 yeah no he's right got three it's years of NFL right. experience no, under right. his belt right. you know whatever you think about Trevor yep. that's st- he's been through some of the struggles has had some success to fall back on right whereas these guys are going to be walking in and and experiencing it all for the first time, yep. you know. No, there's
6: a lot of truth to it's that. tough.
7: All right, so let's get back to this with Matt Miller so we can okay. run through this here. I'm just going to read you the comments about the players that we think may be a fit that could possibly be available for okay. the Jacks All right, so yeah. Brian Thomas was the one we left off with. He said he burst <coughs> on the scene this year, Weather nation with 17 receiving TDs, showcasing vertical ability at 6'4", that'll get a true round one grade for many teams, excels at stretching the field, Mm. Uses his great agility and body control to attack passes. Mm. way he adjusts to the ball in the air and speeds up to get into position is wide receiver one quality. Um, he's raw as a route runner, but the potential is sky high. So Take him. 6'4". <laughs> I mean, he, 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 what he's saying I mean, is he's, 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 me? I he's like number one wide receiver yeah. down yeah. the line. right? Yeah, right, right. All right, Brock <laughs> yeah. Bowers, the only tight end that yep. uh, gets a true first-round grade yep. from him. Um, who's the next guy? Is it Jatavian? Sanders, who's the guy? Uh,
1: yeah, the yeah. is it
7: Texas? Who's the, the yeah right? The, I'm starting to see him slide into okay, mocks I don't, now. I don't know him. Uh, he he's like end? the next tight end. Okay, up, right. Okay. All right. And I I've seen him mocked like to the Bengals, straight to the Bengals with their pick somewhere in wow. the twenties yep. in the uh, first round. Uh, Bowers, Bowers is an interesting case because I can see a lot of people having that first round grade on him. Yeah, but for this team. Could you draft Brock Bowers? For the Jags? Yeah.
6: No, I wouldn't.
7: Right, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Unless it, he's rated that high. What if, you, is your, what if you rate him as a number 10 player, but because of positional value and all the quarterbacks that people yeah. are going for, he falls to you at 16. And the next guy you have on your board yeah. is, you know, eight spots lower, whatever. Right. I don't know. that you
6: know, like That'd be a tall, it, tough it, call right it is. there. If you're sticking to your value, you know what I mean? A lot of teams stick to the value. But it's hard when you you don't have that need. It's, look, it'd be one thing if you didn't have the other needs, and you don't have that need. It's another thing to have other needs and not really need that need. If that makes
7: sense. All right, three offensive tackles: okay. um, Joe Alt of Notre Dame, yeah. who will yep. be gone; yep. Olu Fashanu of Penn State, Penn State, who we did see come to the Jags in one mock we saw. I, would, I wouldn't mind that low. at all. And uh, Tali Fuanga, the the Oregon State guy, oh, who yeah. some people yep. think will play tackle some people think will play guard sure. now that is a guy who we've seen available it's yep. yep. so, like i have seen him at 10 or in that range i've seen yep. him at 20 right? right so uh it says as soon as wanga made his draft intentions known he became a first round player for me his tape shows awesome power as a pure people mover he's also agile and nimble at six foot six, 332. Oh, I love it. A college right tackle. He has the movement ability and poise to play either side in the pros. Plug and play right tackle with the ceiling of a top five player at his position mm. very early mm. in his career. Mm. Woof. Okay. Uh, Anton, go to left tackle. Go to left. Come or, on. or for a year. Walker's your left. Anton's your right. Here's a mauling guard. Who yeah, will maybe, be your right yeah. tackle? Yeah. You know, I mean, they did it yeah. with Jonathan Ogden. Yeah, it's oh, not yeah. like came for oh, one right. year, right? Nothing wrong like with that. Like with the the long term goal of him being right. a bookend tackle for you. Okay, uh, so though the, for this is for Miller. Now, a lot of other people have oh, other right. like Tyler Guyton. A lot of people have in the first round yep. things mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Um No interior offensive lineman, none, including Jackson Powers Johnson, who he lists as his thirty fourth best prospect. Ooh. See, that's in the no man's land for the Jags. That kind of right. lines up more with what Tony and I saw at the beginning. Right as the season ended, we started looking at some of these lists. Yep. First one I looked at, Jackson Powers Johnson was the highest rated center, 48th overall yep. prospect, yep. which lined up with the Jags second round pick. Like, right. oh, could we get that guy that there? Great as, that would be great.
6: pick. would be yeah.
7: Two edge rushers, Dallas oh. Turner. Yep. Seen him mocked as high as fourth.
1: Yep.
7: Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jared Verse. Yeah. He could be there. Would you take an edge rusher, though, for this team? If I, I, I mean, mean I, if you're going to play Trayvon Walker on the edge, at least on first and second down, even if you're planning on moving him on si- inside on third down? That's
6: if you play a 3-4. If you play a 4-3, he might be on the ground already. He is in the ground. Right, but is ground. he
7: going to be... Inside, he's gonna be one of your primary outside then, pass rushers, right? Or your outside, like if if don't you envision in a four three, yep. Your ends are Allen and Walker. Ends are right, yep. and then on third down, maybe you slide Walker inside and, sure. and you bring in a smaller pass, right? Yep. So I'm where does Jared Verse play for this team? Yeah, well, coming in third down, I guess. When you and Are you going to draft a third-down pass rusher he, in the first round? Uh, is he that high? Is he higher than everybody else? That's I'm what I'm asking board. you, though. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, he said uh, Burst dominated over two seasons at Florida State. Yeah, he's a beast. 18 sacks, 33-and-a-half tackles mm-hmm. for loss, strong at the point of attack, 6'4", 260. Yep. You can go toe-to-toe with offensive tackles. He really is a powerful guy And yep. you watch him. Yep. True 4-3 defensive end prospect with this type of power and pass rush production is rare which is why he gives him a first-round grade. Yeah. So, um, couple <laughs> well,
1: because we were just discussing him yep. and yep. how complicated it would be if Brock Bowers was available, yep. right? to the Jags say it's Bowers and Verse both there?
6: Yeah, and they're rated the well, same. If well,
1: they're, they're rated. However, you got them rated. I'm taking verse. I'm taking right.
6: verse. I
7: just think go. I'm taking the pass rusher, man. I'm right. with you. Gotta affect the QB more. Right. Gotta keep affecting the QB. And, and you can play all those guys. I mean, you yeah. could play Bowers and Ingram yeah. together. My you know? guess, yeah. even,
1: to even my guess is, even if that was the situation, Bowers probably has the higher grade.
7: He might. And you know yeah. what? I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was might. quick he to might, answer yeah. that, but like, okay, let's say your base offense. Is ETN in the backfield, uh, Ridley and Kirk out wide or one in, wide and one in the slot, and you're going with with Ingram and Bowers, either one of which can be yeah. flexed out yeah. off the formation, you know like I mean yeah. they, it, it, everyone wants to go, oh, Doug loves the multiple tight- end things because they went with Goddard when they already had Ertz, yeah. but they won the Super Bowl before Goddard got there, right? right? but they, they did make it work with a two tight end offense,
1: yeah, um, well, it strange the second tight end: Yes. And so Bowers, get, second right. round pick. He's like, got a work. team, know, Tom, right. like Bowers, his NFL comp. Everywhere that I see his comp being made is Kittle, right? Like he is Jeez. the guy that when you bring him in, they expect him to be a plus blocker, right? For he's a, you. the complete yeah. package, right? Yeah. Right. He's yeah. more.
7: That's a tough call. That's yeah. why you see him mocked. Kittle. As, you, he goes. A a
1: lot lot versus, mocks uh, at versus comparison five. Trey Hendrickson is what he has. Well, I like Trey Hendrickson.
7: Yeah, he's a good player, but. All right. I, I got a huge. few more on here. We got to wow. take a break. We'll come back Ittle. and we'll get to the defensive <laughs> side. Like those, uh well, I guess we got to the the edge rushers there with Dallas Turner and Jared Verse. Okay. Turner will not be available oh, for the right. Jags based yep. on everything you all the projections you see. So uh defensive tackle, linebacker, corner, safety, there are only a handful of those positions that make the first round cut for Matt Miller. We'll take a look at those when we return in the moment. If you want to join the conversation, six four one. 1010 on the All-Pro Roofing phone lines. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, and Dylan Denmark here with you on Jaguars Today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM.
5: Hey, yeah, Tom McManus. Brought to you by
7: Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better
5: window on 1010XL. All
7: right, Tommy Mac, hanging out on this Friday morning as per usual. Just running through Matt Miller over at ESPN's grades on guys he has yeah. listed as first round. There's only sixteen of them. Uh the ones we've mentioned, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake May at quarterback, no running backs, four receivers, including Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, Roma Dunze, and Brian Thomas Jr. of LSU. Yep. Brock Bowers, the tight end from Georgia. He had one, two, three offensive tackles, including Tally Fuanga, who yeah. is a kind of a Guy Guard who could tackle. be available but could go both ways yep, as well. Yep, yep. Um No interior offensive lineman. Two edge rushers. So that brings us the defensive tackle. It's got okay. Byron Murphy out of Texas, out of Texas. A, a frequent guy mocked to the Jags. Yeah. By the way, position of need. As oh, yeah. Tony said, With not a doubt. super deep group in the draft right. here. He has him ranked 13th. Comparison: mm. just when Justin Justin who Ooh. is you know the guy who yeah, had from the 12 Baltimore. and a half yeah, sacks. Heck yeah. Uh, Murphy was asked to play out of position as a five technique on the team's three-man front. Still managed to find pass rush production there with five sacks and 33 pressures. He is stout at 6'1", 308. Is that a little short, right, for – I mean, look at uh,
6: the guy out in uh, L.A., Aaron Aaron Donald, Yeah, right. But Aaron Donald, I, I, I know. feel like
7: with certain guys, you just got to throw the measurables out the window. It, if, he, if he's if he got explosive power and
6: quickness and can get around, man, Well, yeah. Tom,
7: now that you brought it up. Yeah, give it to has, me. His tape shows yeah. stunning first-step quickness uh-huh. and absolute power. See that? Tommy Mack knew where the scattering important mean, needed if, to you know, hang. But, right but
6: seriously, if you're shorter, then you better be strong as you know what and quick as you know what because it, you're not going to stand out. You know what I mean? Once you're he's six, able to, seven, uh, different. Six, one. yeah. Once he's able to something. shoot
7: gaps in the NFL, he can be a game changer, according to Miller. In other words, being okay. allowed to do that yeah. kind of thing. No yeah. linebackers um, make the. His highest-rated linebacker is 45th overall, Edrian yeah. Cooper. Uh, Texas uh, who is it?
6: Uh, the uh, Conje, uh, what's
7: his name uh, from Pitt that went to Tampa? He's he's short. Kalaja Canse. Kalaja Canse. Thank you. Yeah. He's
6: like six one, and he? something like that. Yeah,
7: and I so- think. And he may have benefited from the comparison to Aaron Donald going to yeah, the same school. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, sure. oh, yeah, we've got an undersized right. guy from that school that worked yeah. out pretty well. And yeah, right. He had right. a decent, like, the, towards the tail end of the year, I think he started to pick it he up. started in coming rush. on. Yeah, he did. Pretty yeah. quiet. I think he might have been hurt early in the season. I don't know. He was quiet, mistaken. though,
6: but you heard his name a lot during the run. For All right. Sure. Two corners.
7: Only two. Okay. With first-round grades. So, this is going to be a, an interesting area because you're going to have, I think, A lot of teams with a lot of different grades on these corners in a lot of different orders. Yep. Okay. Uh, The two that he has are Terry and Arnold out of Alabama. Yep. Whose uh, comp is uh, Devin Witherspoon, who was awesome last year. Yep. Has him at number seven overall. Ooh. So, and if you look at most of the mocks, he's not falling to the Jags anyway. And then Ennis Rakestraw Jr. out of Missouri. Oh, who you yeah, do see yeah, yeah. falling into the twenties? Yeah, uh, in some of these, he's big dude. You know, he's like
6: six foot one ninety something like that.
7: Uh, he is six foot one eighty eight. Look yeah. at Tommy well, Mack. I nice saw. I was. I was checking. Out.
6: I was trying to do a little bit of stuff. You know,
1: <laughs>
7: uh, I was getting my coffee going. Like Arnold Rakestraw can knock a receiver off the line of scrimmage. Super physical. Yep. Also eliminates receivers in coverage. Um, but uh, missed the Senior Bowl due to injury. On and on and on. So
6: you know, here's look. Throw this into the mix too. Ryan Nielsen says, "What you know? My defenses start with my corners yes, for the most part. Yes. So, give me a corner that can get up on the line of scrimmage and dictate some uh, some things
7: happening Now, at the line of scrimmage, he, look, we sit here and go, well, there are like five names that we see in these mocks. We don't know how the Jags are going to grade right. these corners. Yeah, right? really value mo. But yeah. I I got to believe at least if. The mock drafters and the guys like Matt Miller and others are right in terms of the kind of guys who are going to go in yeah. that that 17 to 25 range. Yeah. It'll be like three or four corners in that range. Yeah. So you still might prioritize corner. You might get there. Maybe Murphy's off the board and he's like that guy that stands out at that position. Yep. And you're like, oh, I could go corner. I could go with wide receiver here. I could, uh, you know, you can have options. Trade back. Yeah, if you know Because
6: somebody's going to want one of those players,
7: especially if because you are giving up at least your third rounder in this draft for Ridley, right? Right, and even with the compensatory pick coming back, anything you can get, yep. you know, and um, you know, you you package it with that compensatory pick and maybe move back up into the original range yeah. of your third rounder. I, I listen as you look at
6: the kid from Toledo's rated pretty high too. Uh, corner right? Mitchell, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's rated pretty high. So
7: some people have him. I've seen as the number one corner. Yeah, oh yeah, board. yeah no, I've definitely top three for sure.
6: Um, look, I think you know as we talk about them, I'm, I'm I'm not I'm gonna be pretty happy with a lot of different picks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, whether it's a corner, um, whether it's you know a a uh, offensive lineman that fits the bill, um, you know wide receiver. I, it depending on look you factor in free agency, factor what you can do with you know certain players and who's gonna be here and who's not, but. You know, I don't think I'm gonna look at it and be like, oh man, it was, you know, what are you going that direction for? I think you have a lot of options because you have a lot of needs. Oh,
7: are you kidding me? They're still gonna are going to roast Balky no matter what he does. Well, some will. But yeah. Barring a multiple trade back, still yeah. landing the guy that like like last year it worked out yeah. really well in the first round. Like yeah, we uh, were, you know, by the time the draft day yeah. rolled around, I think a lot of us were on Anton Harrison, and yeah. then for Balky to move back twice, yeah. a total of three spots,
1: and still get his guy. We were talking good. about that yeah. yesterday Real on the good. show, Tommy. Like yeah. there is the possibility that during this offseason, Trent Balky works out a long term deal with Josh Allen, brings back Calvin Ridley. Drafts Powers Johnson as the center. Yeah. Are, is everyone going to be mad at Trent Baalke? Yeah, no, Some no. You know, for getting those three yeah. things done? Yeah,
7: and, no, and they'll be mad at for other
1: reasons. And yeah. with Anton, that takes a lot of nuts to, to the risk. I mean, it's a lot of
6: risk someone coming up and grabbing that you. You had to either have done a really good job with your homework, talking to the teams around you, feeling really good. Nobody's going to trade up, you know, and grab them. You, I mean, you go back twice. I'm with I you. mean, you got to. Hey, look, it hasn't all been bad for Trent, it hasn't all been good. But and he's got some players that really got to step it up, especially last year's draft class. But you know, let's let's see this one. He's not going anywhere. Let's let's hope he does the right stuff
7: this offseason. So uh, but the point of going through this list with Miller in part is that you know if they do go to the 17th pick, I think there are a lot of people are going to look at what the board holds and go, oh, I would like this guy. There are a half dozen guys. Why is Balky not moving back? Nobody wants to deal with Trent. But it's going yeah, to. That's what's going to be said. Right. And they may just, you know, here we just went through the list. We're like, maybe which of these guys? Maybe one, two, or three of them will be available for the Jags. And depending on what they do, like Jared Verse, is he, you know, going for edge rush in the first round? Is that the best use of your resources when you've got, if uh, presuming Allen, you're you're envisioning here for right. the long term yeah. and Trayvon Walker, so where we might go, well, he could add this corner, that corner, the other corner, the other corner. Well, they're not all going to say they're, all these corners are exactly the same. Right. You know, mm-hmm. maybe Nate Wiggins is the, the apple of your eye, and maybe he's not. But, yep. but if you do like them all close enough, man, I, I felt like Dave Caldwell missed so many opportunities to trade back in yep. drafts. And, you know, he was always of the philosophy, one great player is better than three good players. That's what he told us mm. flat out. Well, then pick a damn great player. You know, I mean, it'd be a big difference if you're
1: actually picking
7: great players.
1: It's important to point out, too, especially with interior offensive line, right, being one of the areas that we know the Jags should be considering in in the first round, that they should be considering in free agency with all these things. And maybe they don't work it out with any of these free agents for whatever reason, right? It just doesn't happen. They bring back Ezra, and we'll see where they go in the draft, you know, from that point forward. that. When the first round is over and they haven't drafted an interior offensive lineman, it doesn't mean they're done building the team. Correct. Right. Right? Right? Like, there are six more rounds to go in the draft. Day two would be huge, you know, from that direction. So, whatever – like, if we're talking about getting through free agency in the first round of the draft and they haven't drafted a center, what are they doing? I don't necessarily look at it that way because of the position we're talking about here where you can find guys early day three – of the NFL draft that can walk in for you and be a starting guard. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the kind of position yeah. we're talking about here. Yeah. So, it's not they have to do it at 17 or they're just not interested yeah. in addressing this area. They have so many opportunities to address it. I would be stunned. Stunned. If we go through the entire off season and they haven't done anything to seriously address the interior three spots on the oh, offense, of it's yeah, not, not just hey, center. Right? A lot of people think it's just center. It's no, not. No. Just it's all center. three. It's, it, yeah. Honestly,
7: right now, you, if you I guard Brandon over Sheriff, a center right now, if I you're think. projecting Brandon Sheriff to be a cap casualty, it's both guard spots. Yep, yep. you don't have your starter. Right. Like you might, you might, and Cooper right. Hodges, but or Cooper, I'm not. Yeah putting my all the eggs in that basket right. no, like he's got the chance to compete for that spot so may right. you know I'm not going to go out and sign two Andrew Norwell Brandon Sheriff sized deals to
2: no. fill
1: the guard no, spot no, no. Right? but you know. we were just talking on the break six of the top 100 free agents that PFF has on their list are centers
6: right Wow.
1: right like yeah. that's a lot of guys to choose from and yeah. we're talking about as you know we're going to go through all the questions we had this week with you Tommy as yeah. we uh get through the second hour of the show here but Talking about center specifically, I don't need an all-pro. Right. I just need it to be significantly better. I need it to get closer to you're not hurting us, right? Like, yep. I, I just need the center to stop hurting us when they have opportunities to convert second and third and one. Like, those situations, you can't be in the way anymore, Luke. Yep. Like, it just can't work that way anymore. They got to figure something else out, in my opinion. Now, look, the team may look at all of it and say – Luke Fortner's the center this year.
6: Yeah.
1: Right? Like, well, that may be what they decide. Is and if they do, pick. they do. There's part. Yeah, the politics come in, too, man. They
6: do. Look, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Give me a all in guard. Give me that 6'6", 332-pound monster and yeah. put him
7: next to Fortner. That makes my line better. Once upon a time, C.J. Henderson was their pick, and they dumped him before the right. second season. <laughs> right. right. So, sometimes right. you just got to recognize no, that I know. it's not
6: I know, but good enough. you don't know about where ego gets involved. I, I, I'm sure it plays you a know. role. I mean, look, in – with Walker Little. Like, they've, they you know, he's, he's Trent's pick. He wants him to be the guy, but they don't name him the guy. He's well, still, what, gotta well, we'll see it. what happens. Yeah, no, no right. I know. You got you know. to take it, you know. The coaching staff keeps what I'm saying, saying no. That's what I'm saying. He's had the yeah. ch- Right. I like, but he's she,
7: like the and GM look, made the pick. The coaching really staff keeps saying yeah. no. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, we'll come back, and Tony will take us around the league. We'll get to your calls. If you want to get in at 641 1010, 10, and we'll run through some of the uh, week's topics with Tom McManus, get his thoughts on things we've been discussing for the last uh, 72 hours or so on the program. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, Dylan Denmark here with you. This is Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. <laughs>
5: You're Mackin with Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All
7: right, we'll let Tony take you around the week. Coming up in a minute or two, I've got to look back at the week that was through the eyes of Tom McManus as well. But uh, 641-1010 on the Ulper Roofing phone lines. We go to Ben in Green Cove next up on Jaguars Today. Good morning, Ben.
0: Hey, good morning. I've um, got a question for you. Guys. You guys seem to have the inside track on things. Um, do you think uh, we look for a quarterback this round? Uh, and, and how much does the quarterback expose everybody on the line? Uh, from defense to everything. When the quarterback's not playing good, uh, things are exposed. If you had like, what, a what, let, me, problems, let, let me what do you
7: ahead. let me ask what are you talking about when you say this round? What are you talking? You mean this off season? Well,
0: it's either going to be this year or next year,
7: right? Okay. No, uh, I actually yeah, no, it's not. Actually it's no, not. not no. It's Okay. It's I mean, no, they're not going to. So you're,
6: you're thinking is it starts with the QB, and that's the, the deficiencies come from the
7: QB, not the other way around. Do, oh, is is that, the question not is, you, do, do I think yeah, that they're going to look for a quarterback this draft? No, no I no. don't. Now, I know nobody's – if they're in the sixth or seventh
1: round, and no, a guy right. they think they're, is
6: a yeah. value there, it's, any
7: team could take yeah. a
6: quarterback.
1: If in they draft a guy who may replace C.J. Beathard in a year, right? okay. Sure. They're right. Yeah, they're they're not,
7: not looking to replace Trevor Lawrence. No. I mean. And they won't be looking to replace no. Trevor Lawrence, no. quite frankly. I mean, they're no. going to be pot committed to Trevor Lawrence. I, it would take a stunning failure. I mean, Agreed. if you think that Trevor Lawrence is, was bad this year, he would have to play so much worse I agree. for them to not be interested in extending him totally by next summer at yeah. the latest. We've all
1: expressed the different things about this season that were disappointing from Trevor Lawrence. They won nine games. Right? Like, they weren't a complete right. and, and they failure. They were 8-3, and three and he got hurt in the next game. Right. And it wasn't a disaster. It wasn't yeah. anything close to the level of, we need to go beyond this guy. I mean, that's all right. That's No. A, yeah, no. Ben Ben wanted to be clever. This, they,
6: well, they, there are there are people out there that aren't sold on him. That's okay. okay. That's okay. Do you really
7: think Whatever. that the Jaguars are looking – who in the oh. right mind thinks they're looking to draft oh. their quarterback of the future this year?
1: Ooh, and we went through. Okay. We just had the long discussion about Bo Nix, and I expressed, thank, thank God goodness, we're not looking for a quarterback at 17. Right. We're not yeah. the team having to play that game anymore. They have one. Right, Yeah, now.
7: that's right. That's all right. Uh, Matt and Callahan next up. Hello, Matt.
0: Matt, you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Good deal. So, I just got a question. Maybe, Tommy Mack, you probably might have the most insight because you wore a helmet. But, uh... <laughs> good chance sometimes maybe maybe you didn't always wear one but um looking at it now i mean we've got always talk about money 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 right but if you got a good fit if you got some good people whatever happens to the mindset of you play the game to win a super bowl right i mean the ultimate goal is to win the last game of the year win the super bowl so i look at it as the NBA does it a little bit where you kind of bring in some guys and you take a pay cut and you work around each other and you build a a team to go get it. But it's always money kept him from staying. Money kept him from staying. Is there no mindset in this day and age to where you're playing for the right reason? Now it's like we're playing for the dollar, not to say. Matt, what industry, what industry
7: are you in, Matt? What am I in? Yeah, what industry are you in? Or what, you know, I'm in construction. Okay, should you take less money? Are you taking less money so you get a better guy in your construction crew, or are you trying to earn what you're worth?
0: No, I mean, I understand that, side, but, I mean, if honestly, if I got paid $2 million a year to do what I do, I'd, I'd do this until I die.
6: Yeah. But, well, it's not the mean? real like world. It's just, hard to compare the real world to the NFL. No, it's, really it's just hard different.
0: to compare the two, but in just looking at it, you know, it's like, hey, you know, you only got so many years. Let me answer you. I'll answer thing. your
6: question. Like, it depends if they've gotten their money or not yet. Everybody wants right. to be secure for the rest of their life. That's what they want when they're playing in the NFL. They also want to win. There's no doubt about it, right. but... It depends where they're at. So yeah, there are guys out there who are like, yeah, I'll, Brady I'll take a cut. Infamously,
7: took less yeah. than the top yeah, of the market of course. because but he guys- had a wife who was making more than him right. as a supermodel. Yeah, you know, so, I mean, like, yeah. I I understand his point, but yeah. I don't see that happening in the NBA. Like he's ta- I guys are making fifty plus million Ridiculous. a year in yeah. the NBA. Yeah. These yeah. guys are maxing no. out their deals all the time. They're opting out of forty million dollars because they think they can get sixty million dollars. Yep. Yeah. Everyone's trying to make what they can and, make. And,
6: and look, you'd like to think it's 100% everybody, you know, championship first, but the real, that's
7: not the reality. Well, think about it. Like, just be, if, if someone if they come to me and say, hey, we'd really like to add another guy on weekends yeah, take here, take Tony Grant off t- your yeah, salary. Right. Take take, take it out of yours, yeah. and so it'll make our station better. Well, yeah. go find, go sell yeah. some sponsorships to make our station <laughs> yeah, better. No, right, right. Right. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, like, we all right. are trying to protect our own thing to a certain degree. And yeah, I want the radio station to be successful, but you know, and, and Grant, I mean, in the end, only one team every year is going to win that final game. I think they all want to make their money you know, there's no guarantee if you take less right. that the front office is going to spend well, that money wisely. Think about when they restructure
6: and they make everything a bonus, right? Mm-hmm. Are the players going you – know, are they doing it for the team? Are they doing it because they're getting all their money upfront? They're up getting front, cash
7: in hand. But it helps the team at the same time. So, yeah,
6: you know. Right, I mean, but, 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 are- but,
7: but I think the occasion of what Brady did is very rare, yes. where a guy <laughs> takes – Twenty million when he could be getting forty million, yeah,
6: well that's because rare. now you've yeah. got
7: and but he was in a unique situation, yeah, you know, and yeah. he was probably making tons I mean, in he's it he's probably got equity and endorsements. he's got, he's this, got, all, he's got all that kind of yeah. stuff, and he was married to a supermodel who reportedly yeah. was making tens of million dollars a year, yeah. and they were fine. what do you need, yeah. you know so the good the good thing about today's game
6: is you can get your money, you don't have to be a superstar to make you know m- enough money to where you don't you know have to work when you're done, right no. And then you want to win championships. I mean, you want to win them at the same time. Don't get me wrong. but And today, the money's too big. you gotta get your, you got to get secure. You know? Look, I, when I was done, I, oh, how's the retirement? I'm like, I never retired. I just stopped playing in the NFL. I had to go figure it out. Mm-hmm. I didn't make enough money to go never work again. And most guys don't back from my era. Today, a lot of them can, which is great. It's great for the league. It's great for them. It's great for us old guys with our pension and all that stuff. All that is great, right? So you get it, and then you're – yeah. So if you're on your second contract, per se, it depends. Maybe you're like, you know what, I I got a big, I got big sure. bills to pay. Yeah, I gotta, I'm I gotta, not gotta, saying I it, it, would,
7: it could never happen. Right. But as a general rule, man, the, these careers are so short. Right. So you I took less, then I got hurt, and you cut me, and now what exactly? Right. You know, it's like a little different in ba- in baseball – you know you look at they're trying to restrict you from spending more right. at the top end you know if you're spending over 300 million in payroll paying the tax the tax on every dollar that you spend over that yeah. is like 110% Whoa. so a 10 million dollar a year contract is over 20 million dollars a year wow. it's like 21 million wow. is the equivalent cuz you're paying 11 million to the league you know, yeah. in the end, I just don't think it's very realistic. Uh, yeah. in, in a And here's a question. Can, can it not be both? Can you not want your money and win championships
6: at sure. the same time? You know, and want to win championships at the it's, same time? Patrick Mahomes had the biggest
7: salary cap oh, number so, of yeah. any player in the league this year? Yeah. He did. Right. Did they win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Why didn't he have right. a smaller right. salary cap number? They could have had more good players. Well, right. They made they, it work. They didn't need to. They didn't, right. right. So, they didn't like, answer. I do, I get the question. I'm shame. not trying that's to be shame. flippant, just, but I mean, it's like, I, I don't know how many know. people, realistically, we tell these players, you should take less because then our team could be better. Well, yeah. somebody's rooting for you at, you know, <laughs> at your right. job or whatever. Right. You should take less and you'd have a better company overall.
1: You'd probably be like, hey, man, I earned my. The people, depending on you, aren't going to say, yeah, that's a good idea.
7: Right. Right, like yeah. no, they're not. Oh, but honey, we're going to build this house more efficiently. Yeah. You know? And
1: so. plus
6: like you said that the 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 money short term. Now, you make it your bag, you make it big. I know you're okay, but you know, money short term, you could get it for 1 year, you could get it for 2. Depends if you
2: You stay know what healthy, always you know?
7: fascinates me is the guys who leave and then like get into broadcasting and they're making so much less in broadcast like You know what I mean? Like if you were making like 10, 12 million a year and then maybe say now you're going to be making Seven hundred fifty thousand, okay. a million dollars, yeah. you know, which is fine. I mean, it's still yeah. great money. Great money, but it's like so much less for like. Well, I, I, I know me. I'm like, if I got that fifty in the back, <laughs> yeah.
5: see you later, man. <laughs> yeah. I
7: what am I grinding for
6: well, at this point? Just from speaking from experience, the quicker you learn that the
7: real world is not the NFL world, the better yeah. off you're going to be. Anyway, thank you, Matt. Shame. Matt's, Matt's uh, always continuing the conversation. We appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all man. right, let's let uh, Tony take us around the rest of the National Football League. Now,
5: Gems Around the NFL, brought to you by Beaches Jewelry and Pawn in Jack's Beach.
1: The Kansas City Chiefs are signing punter Matt Ariza. Ariza was a sixth-round pick by Buffalo in 2022, but was released by the Bills before the end of the preseason his rookie year after he was accused of a sexual assault that investigators have chosen not to bring any criminal, criminal charges against him for. A transcript from the investigation later confirmed – That Areza wasn't even present during the alleged assault. And finally, he gets to get back in the NFL or try to there with the Chiefs. The New Orleans Saints annual cap space dance has begun with a team creating $7.18 million in cap space by restructuring the deal of center Eric McCoy. The Saints are only around $76 million over the cap as of today. Seattle has restructured their deal with quarterback Geno Smith to create $4.8 million in cap space and detroit has signed kicker michael badgley to a one-year deal all
7: right uh, don't forget uh we're gonna look at the responses we got and give our own thought on which position of need is not being talked about enough or what right, need right, for the right, jags right. is not being talked about enough uh right now uh and i will run through those questions There are quick little polls for you but we got a couple that want to join in this uh ongoing conversation let's go to darren on the south side next up what's up darren
3: Hey, guys, uh, I believe one wise old soul said, get your chicken. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Take care of your body, yeah, your, right. your mental, your I and your chickens. chickens. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And your chicken. But anyway, hey, guys, what do y'all think about uh, – I could envision uh, – get your thoughts on the new defensive coordinator. Maybe uh, any, any thoughts on moving Trayvon down to the three technique, and uh, I'd love to see him get the mayor and bring him in on the outside and get those 60% reps and – and uh, maybe Abdullah can uh, continue to develop, kind of, kind of move, you know, Trayvon inside that. I, I'm thinking about that, and then, uh, and then I would like to see the Giants dra- draft a uh, wide receiver there at 17, and then pick up a because we don't have a second-round pick, I don't think, because of maybe we will, and maybe we won't, with uh, with our man uh, wide receiver out there. Uh, Calvin. Anyway, yeah, yeah.
7: All right, let me jump in here. First of all, I, I don't think there's any chance they're. Signing Ridley prior to the start of the league year and None. forfeiting the second round pick—none. I don't. I just don't think they'll do it. Um, no. You know, because if Ridley agrees to that contract, you tell him, "Wait till four o'clock on this date, and we'll have a better teammate for you." Why wouldn't you want that from Ridley's perspective? Mm-hmm. Doesn't cost you anything, right? Other than a couple of days of waiting. Um, as far as that goes, I think Trayvon is too small to play three technique full time. You know, I could say like third down pass rush. You think Trayvon's well. a? a full time I think you can you move could, inside you could put him
6: over the guard not every time but you could definitely put him over guard in passing downs for yeah, sure Yeah, in passing
7: down. But in base run he's a 5 take he, if he puts his in there. was suggesting like bringing Calais like Calais plays 60% of the time meaning yeah. I I don't know why not then like who's coming off the field for that other 40% or who's coming oh, on? Right. You know why would you want to take him off? Yeah. Uh and I get it. You don't play every single rep but um, I guess two seventy-two. I
6: forget how big Trayvon is. He's man. massive. Mm-hmm. He really he's is six-six. I mean, he's an but impressive. But what, what is dude. your
7: typical three technique in a way in the two nineties, probably right? Uh, some are big, I mean, bigger. Think, even, think right? of but I'm Chris saying.
6: Jones. Think of Justin Simmons. Think
7: those sure. guys are
6: big, big mm-hmm. dudes. Aaron Donald's on the smaller side, but we know what kind of player he is. You know, so normally it can it can it can vary, but three hundred easy. Uh,
7: yeah, and a two again two seventy-two bigger. Then I just
6: remember sometimes, just on, he can handle the he can handle the five technique in that regard. All right, let's get week. fan
7: cam in uh, before we hit the break. Fan cam, what's up?
3: Hey, good morning, guys. I'm sure you guys, uh, Mike Tony, be glad to start things off and take half your salary and kick it back to speed to make the station better. What does it sound? I'll, right? get, I'll give it to you, so
7: you can come on and do a 30 minute podcast every there you
3: week. Go. So there you have it. You well, be you might Mike, be
7: disappointed though. <laughs>
3: Mike, you'd be excited. I just got to play compactor to put the final touches on the island green. By Monday, we should be rolling 12 on the stint meter for a oh big my. grand opening TPC week.
7: Nice. Beautiful. Looking for the invite, man. I'll have to swing by that week because uh, you know we'll be out in Ponte Vedra coming up. It's, yeah. uh, it's going to oh,
3: be a ball. Yeah. Be out no there. doubt about that. The one thing I'd like to see is we go hard at a couple young receivers in the draft, whether it's one and four, two and four, something like that. Uh, it, it just really makes sense to take a couple gambles on high-end weapons for Trevor that would be around for four or five years with a good price. Um, it's do, you feel, be Kim, do you feel that
7: way if they sign Ridley to, like, a three-year deal?
3: If they sign Ridley, and you got the Zay Jones situation, I like him a lot, but either, you know, if you bring in Ridley, and depending on what happens with Zay, I'd still like to see a 3-5 or something like that. Just start, restack the wide receiver room with some young guys, and you never know when, when one of those gambles is going to pay off huge. So I'd like to see that, and uh, it's going to be exciting. When you get rid of, you know, you got uh, Sheriff and Ray Sean. And if you do pivot away from Cam, we're in the thirty-five, forty million 40 million plus range of cabbage. And uh, with some restructures as well in there, I think it's going to be a really exciting month and uh, looking forward to it. All right, buddy, you guys yeah. have a great weekend. Likewise. Right,
7: appreciate it. All right. We're going to take a break here. Uh, we'll come back. Got a lot to run through. So let's get to it on the other side as we wrap up our week on Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM.
5: Mackin' with Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All
7: right, uh, we'll get to today's question of the day in a moment, Tom. Just uh, quickly to review some questions we had. Yesterday's poll closed with 455 votes on this one. Assuming the Jags use the franchise tag on Josh Allen. Okay. Okay. What do you think happens with Calvin Ridley? Does he sign an extension? Or does he leave in free agency? It's one or the other. Extension. You do? Yep. What's your confidence level in that? Uh, 90. 90, okay. Yep.
6: If they tagged if they got Josh. If they the tag jerk. Josh
7: Allen. Yep. So he's tagged. So Ridley can then I'd like to do it a, the
6: other way, but whatever. I'd take, well, I'll take who that wouldn't? scenario.
7: Right. Yeah. But the, this is the scenario, though. Right. That's what, why people are up in arms about right. we don't have a long-term extension for Allen because then we could tag Ridley. Right. What if they end up getting a deal with Ridley that is less than the average value of what the tag is for one year? Wouldn't that have been? A win, a win yeah. by the Jags, like yeah. by forecasting the market. Yeah. I saw Gus Loge no, here right. tweet out a question yesterday: Would you rather have Ridley for two years, thirty, or Mike Evans for two years, thirty? I'll take them both if I can get them for two or two years, thirty, mm-hmm. right, fifteen million a year yeah, for right. either Crazy. one of them. Right, right. I'll take yeah. them both. Yeah, yeah. kidding me? Yeah. I'll come up with thirty million in cap space. Neither one of
1: them's gonna sign for that, are they? No, no. I wouldn't think no. so. You know. Yeah, I would literally sign them both. I, right? Oh, yeah, Wouldn't of you course. for two years? <laughs> yeah. in, and then I'd still
7: oh. draft a draft and develop guy because yeah. you don't want your whole receiver core aging out at the yeah, same time. Yeah, no, right, right. Uh, all right, here, this one. If the Jags could add a future star. You see, this is the difference. Like, we sit there and go, you want the offensive lineman?" If they're great at the same. But sure. if you knew for a fact that whichever player you're going to add, this could be free agency or the draft, will be a multi-time pro bowler. Okay. We're not saying he's a Hall of Famer. Right. Like two or three Pro Bowls okay. at a minimum. Which position are you going to add that player? Your choices are center or wide receiver on offense, defensive tackle or corner on defense. You get one guy. Ooh. Who are you at? What position are you adding? A surefire future multiple time pro bowler?
6: Um, I'm gonna go with uh a wide receiver. Because that means he's scoring a lot of touchdowns. And if you're scoring a lot of touchdowns, you're getting national pub publicity. So I want to get, and I almost went corner because if he had a stud corner, because you need a swag <laughs> position. You for and that. I are thinking the same. There's like some swag. Top two yeah. guys here. Right? Great top offensive tackle. Who's going to talk well, about Well, people it? said, well,
7: You got to go with center because that means you got to protect the franchise. I'm going to presume if your receiver's making Pro Bowls, your quarterback's doing just fine. Right. Yeah. Generally, scoring touchdowns, generally, something, right? right? And you I know think. that's not 100% across the board. Yeah. You can find yeah. examples of Pro Bowl receivers with, yeah. you know, mediocre. I quarters, want a swag position like, like those two. You know, I just that. Like, get you on the map even more. To me, that it's more a reflection of what that means. That means to me, you've probably you probably have a capable offensive line, maybe not the best in the league, yeah. but capable enough, and that the quarterback in turn is putting up big numbers. Your offense is generating big numbers in an offense driven. League. We all three agreed on wide receiver. and it, Oh, it, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, uh, cool. Center won the poll. And We're in now, alignment. We are in alignment. Yeah, center thing. got 35%. <laughs> defensive tackle got 32%. Then it was receiver corner, and I'm with you. I yeah. Receiver corner have been the top two on my list. Yeah. So.
1: I would have had defensive tackle at I had a corner, two on my but, list, but the top three and then a big, 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 gigantic gap to center
6: yeah. for me. I don't need a Pro Bowl center. I just no. need a really good one.
7: Yeah. Or a, a, an average one. one. How about Just an average one? Just get out one? of the way. Good tough one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, let's uh take a look at today's question with the 1010 take. 1010 take. 1010 10, 10 take. Now, Mike Dempsey's 1010 10 take. Brought to you by Leonard Truck Accessories. All right, uh what is a roster need for the Jaguars that isn't getting enough attention right now? Oh, good one. Um honestly, we I feel like we give a lot of attention to a lot of positions. Yeah, yeah I was going to yeah. say, I don't know. Kicker. Kick, kicker is – it really is. They don't – they've got Riley Patterson, who they deemed a year ago to I not know. be good enough. Right. And you brought him back. Detroit replaced him with Michael Badgley. They just signed Badgley to an extension yesterday. Yeah. They've decided Patterson wasn't good enough either playing indoors. Yeah, which tells me there's something going on. Like,
6: nothing happens in the NFL without reason. You bring in Patterson because maybe you're not happy with
7: McManus. You know what I mean? There's, you just well, don't I mean, right. McManus was
6: supposed to be this dynamite, he dynamite and for the you first
7: sixty percent of the season he was. He was great. I know. And then <laughs> but then, he, then all he of a wasn't. sudden he wasn't. No, right. I'm with you. And, so something and might be there for that.
6: Which may lead, you know, that's the, the kicker to answer your question. Right? That for
7: me, kicker is when you're talking about positions that are not being discussed yeah. a
1: lot. What about you, Tony?
7: Any
1: anything jump out? Uh you know, it's like you said, this is a difficult one to completely – because we talk about so much, right? And I would, say, I would say it specifically this way, a wide receiver that they draft and develop. Okay. Their draft pick, a wide receiver that becomes okay. a player yep. for this franchise. You can look at the list. I think they've had three wide receivers in the franchise's history that they've drafted that have 2,000 yards. Right? Like, right. they have had absolutely no impact drafting guys – in the draft, like that they brought in and developed to second contracts, kept them around, going to start chasing Keenan at number two on that list. They've had nobody mm. in the franchise's history that's come even close to that kind of thing, including the two best in franchise history and Jimmy and Keenan. These yeah. are both guys that they brought in from outside. They got them, yeah. and they, they used them well, but they've never had a guy that they draft, they develop. Maybe the top of that list is Blackman.
7: Right.
6: Uh,
1: right, like Allen Robinson. Who they couldn't get to
7: a second contract? Yeah, those they, they, people were talking about this on Twitter in the last 48 hours a lot. And and uh, Alan Robinson had he not torn his ACL, the guy had 1,400 yards yeah. in a second season. No, right. I mean, I he think did. they did draft a star yep. at receiver, yep. and who yep. knows what his. And I think Blackman could have been that guy without a doubt. He you was know? an absolute beast. Unless if guy. you're asking Ryan O'Halloran, who <laughs> claimed he was never any good. Whatever,
6: that guy was incredible. At all. Um, it's a shame.
7: Yeah, all right. Here's some of the responses we got. Oh, I thought you agreed with kicker. No, go ahead. Oh, okay, yeah, kicker. go ahead.
6: I was just going to say a more specific uh, Agnew and the return game. Are you Mm -hmm. keeping him or are you finding his replacement? Well, he's not on the team right now. So, that
7: is a need. He's not on the team.
6: Well, return game. Okay.
7: I don't think Park is a home run hitter. He's a nice punt He's not a home run hitter. I'm talking about who you're replacing if Agnew walks. In a week, what were the numbers this year? Like, 80% 80% of kickoffs were not returned.
6: Okay,
2: mm-hmm. fair.
7: Right? So, yeah. how important is the kick returner position allocating? I, I, look, Jamal Agnew was more than that because he was I don't. a player on offense for you yeah. that you could put a package of plays in every week. And he did both, kick and punt return. But yeah. I think they're more likely just to go, hey, Tank Bigsby, and Parker on punt, and okay. one of your running backs yeah. on kick return. Well,
1: and Jamal yeah. Agnew is the excuse for that number to not be even higher. Right, that it's only at 80 it's because there is a guy like Agnew in the league. Yeah, right. Right, True. it's because when True. he catches it two, three yards deep, he's like, I'm going. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Right, there aren't Smitty many guys leader. in the league anymore that are even that yeah. at this point in yeah. the return game, especially on kick. Yeah,
7: several have mentioned return. I'm not saying it's a. Yeah, it's. No. I just don't think they're going to add a significant piece. Yeah,
6: I really thought he was going to have a big year on the offense, you know.
7: Uh, let's see. Um, Roddy said, "I believe all the needs are getting plenty of attention." The question to him is when, uh, which one should be the biggest concern? With that, I keep coming back to center. Well, again, you—that's the thing. You can, you don't. It may be a concern to you, but you can plug that hole with a league average guy and get by with it a lot more than you yep. can at a lot of other spots. A lot
6: a lot of people, and I'm not saying it's not valid, but they, they jump on the one guy. Now Fortner's the guy. He's oh, he's got to totally be the going. guy. And the kid from Oregon has got to be the guy. You know, he's got, we're focused, focused. That's <laughs> all that's got to make a certain amount of people happy. In reality, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? The chances of that happening you know, are are low just because there's all these other teams that may pick them in the meet. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, and I get it. I'm not saying it's not valid. Fortner had a bad year. Yep. They like him because he's athletic. They thought he was going to develop in year two to be a better center than year one. He went backwards. Yeah. You know, that doesn't mean he can't come back again forward. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm okay with them bringing in his replacement. But at the same time, he's their draft pick, and I'm sure they're sitting there going, could we get by? with another year if we bolster him with two guards that can help him out. I don't know.
7: Uh number several people have said backup quarterback, right? I mean, okay. did 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 Bethard win the only game okay, he started? get Nathan Rourke he back, ready. I just to you, that though, was unbelievable like, the preseason. Was, what, what was wrong with Bethard <laughs> when he had to play this year? Was Not a yeah. thing? I yeah. Mean, yeah. I I don't know. Yeah. Like it, and Trevor has shown that he is a pretty damn durable guy, right? Like, like he can get oh, yeah. injured, but yeah, he'll yeah. play through he's it. Tough kid, he's tough. And nails. the reality is, in today's NFL, in most cases, not a hundred percent. Yeah. If you can continue on with your backup quarterback and not miss a beat, you got damn lucky. Yeah. I mean, most teams would their season would be over. Yeah, right. if their starting quarterback goes Absolutely. down. Absolutely, most Jags teams. and everybody else yeah, for yeah. that matter. Yeah. So, um, Cleveland. Right,
2: but I mean, ultimately, the
7: and they so they made it to the postseason and. Yeah. That was it. Right. Right? I mean, so you're right. It didn't end, uh, but they had a lot of pieces in place around there. And Deshaun Watson wasn't playing like a $250 million quarterback either. Right? So it wasn't the fall. off. Whoever
1: the backup quarterback was in Cleveland got to play with the best defense in the league. Right. They had a great defense, solid solid running game. No, you're right. It it can happen.
7: It can absolutely happen. All right. uh, Our week is done. uh, So that happened. Let's say hello to XL Primetime.
5: Now, the 2-Minute Drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com
7: careers, equal opportunity employer. All right, Matt Hayes back with us. What's up, Matthew? What's up, fellas? Can you tell us what's going on with uh, the primetime crew today.
4: We are going to get into, obviously, some jag stuff. That little uh, story on ESPN about, you know, one way each, you can blow up the offseason for each team. Um, and the Jags way was... Get the salary right. cap in order. No. That- we'll we'll yeah, just leave it there. We'll one. leave it, leave it lingering, yeah. so you, you know, tune in a little bit later. Well, I get it. No, a I mean, bit, It's a little know. bit lame. We're gonna get into
7: it. Yeah, um, we we looked at your buddy Matt Miller's. Uh, he's got a piece out there too. He's got first round grades on a total of sixteen players. You know, and we're just talking about when the Jags come on the board at seventeen. There's likely to be. Five or six guys that we've all heard discussed as potential targets for them, but we're not going to know how they've graded those guys. You know what? So you're going to sit there at 17, and I think it's going to be a rich environment to trade back and still get a guy that could walk in as a starter for you. But just because we say, oh, there are three guys I've seen in mocks in the first round of corner, doesn't mean any of them are graded as first rounders by them. You know what I mean? I agree. So, I
4: agree. But it's also what Campus says. Campus says this all the time. Um, there's basically 16 first-round guys every year. And yeah, the rest are like 17 number, to like 40. Like, you're basically the same guy. I think uh, that
7: number, uh, by year, that changes. But yeah. I understand his point. There's not 32 of them.
4: Yeah, it's a, that's kind of the point.
7: Right. And, and there's uh, a lot
4: of same between 17 and like 35 to 40. Yeah, so, yeah there's, well, let's they're hope,
6: closer anyway, yeah, right, in, yeah. in guards.
4: Let's so
7: hope for as many quarterbacks to go in the top 16 as possible. Mm-hmm. Five would be great. I think four is a lock. To go in the top I just six. want a
4: 330 yeah. pound, six foot five, mean guy on either side of the line of scrimmage. That'd be nice. Okay. I That's like it. that. You too. might get one if they go offensive uh, tackle. Nasty guy. Yeah,
7: yeah, I don't think I you're going to get a 330 pounder if they go defensive tackle. Uh, Murphy's like a 305 pound type, but yep. I'll take him. You mm-hmm. know, sweat's 360.
4: Yep. Mm-hmm. Really want to get. All right, here uh, from Texas. Right, yeah, the other one. You think Texas. he's
7: you think he's worth it at seventeen? No, but I mean, all right, he's, <laughs> well, then, yeah. you you trade then
6: back plus seventeen. Okay, well, if you trade back, <laughs> same, so screw it. Let's go. Well, well, my point time. is, <laughs> and what I said on
4: Tommy's award-winning <laughs> no, show yesterday is, right, but, if you it. have to overdraft to get somebody who's mean and nasty and can immediately impact you, I think, you, I mean, if you got to overdraft by four or five spots, do it. Yeah, yeah. To we well, the attitude adjustments got
6: to got to happen. You need players like that, but. I like hearing about that kid. He splits doubled, like dominates double teams. I'm like, that would be nice too, you know, but at 17,
7: probably a (laughs) little Yeah. All right, well, Matt, have a good show. Have a good weekend. There he goes. XL Prime Time coming your way next. Uh, The Dad Bods tomorrow. Tomorrow night, baby. At
6: Aggie's Bar and Grill out there in Fruit Cove, out on the patio, man. One of our favorite venues. It's really a kick-ass venue. sun goes down. We're covered. They got a nice patio. they got one of those bars where, like, they have the outdoor bar, and then the, they open up the windows in the indoor bar, and then the you know the restaurants in the back. It's it's just a really cool place. Awesome. Pockets,
7: yeah. how's the forecast looking for you? Uh us right by 4 o'clock. Okay. So you are going to get it in? You're good? We'll be Gucci. All right. Uh, Well, right. I'll the, say a prayer. For the rest of us, uh, we'll see you Monday. We'll talk to mm-hmm. you Monday. Yeah, man. At least. Uh, be that oh, much closer. Tuesday, maybe. Oh. For, for the rest of us. For the rest of you. Oh, I thought you and Tony to would be the rest of us. I thought yeah. you were talking to pockets. We, we spoke me. to you. We yeah. spoke to pockets. Oh, now for you The look rest at, of us. You at Tony. <laughs> we'll talk to you on Monday. Where's Norway?
1: It's around Denmark. Good night now.
7: Uh, have a great weekend, everybody, and stick around for XL Primetime next on Ten Ten XL.